Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 12, titled Titans East, Part 1. The start of a really, really great finale arc. Uh, In fact, this particular arc, this particular two-part finale, uh, it's especially remarkable, not just because it does a very good job of wrapping up uh, this very different Season 3 storyline... But it also manages to do that while at the same time vastly expanding this world, uh, introducing the Titans East, introducing the this offshoot of the Teen Titans, introducing this new branch of the Teen Titans. Uh, and it manages to do both very, very well. They juggle it in the perfect ratio thousand percent they what could have very easily felt like an overstuffed finale they managed to handle very very well uh in fact the way they introduce the titans east they do it so well that i honestly think if cartoon network ever expressed any interest Which they clearly didn't, since two seasons later, the main show was cancelled. Like, Teen Titans' ratings were never stellar, unfortunately. Uh, If Cartoon Network really wanted to, they could have easily launched Titans East as a spinoff. And it could have been almost certainly great. It could have almost certainly been amazing. Uh, But I really, really love what they set up in the Titans East. Of course, this team, uh, it is made up of Aqualad, Bumblebee... Speedy, all of whom we've seen before in various episodes, uh, as well as new characters, Mossy Menos, who I adore. I love Mossy Menos so much. They are so good. <laughs> Every second they are on screen, I have no idea what they're saying, but they are awesome. <laughs> they are just lovable little insane people. People, I love the gimmick of they, they're twins, and they can go real fast, but only when they're touching. Also, they only speak Spanish. Like, they handle that so well, and they're just the most lovable characters ever. Uh, but they establish this dynamic with them very early on. Uh, they give the Titans East a great arc in how they are 
sort of struggling to work together as a team. Uh, they're not as in sync as the Titans proper have gotten. Uh, they're very much experiencing growing pains. Particularly in the process of constructing this new Titans tower. And then Cyborg comes in. Cyborg helping them constructing the tower. Helping them to defeat a couple of bad guys. Particularly Steamroller. More on him in a second. Uh, and Cyborg's basically teaching them to act as a team. Cyborg's basically teaching them to rely on one another. And to communicate with one another. And to not just charge in solo. Uh, like they are doing. Uh, he's basically teaching them not to suck. <laughs> uh, and that is handled well. Of course, Cyborg also has this arc throughout the episode of possibly thinking of uh, switching over to join the Titans East and lead them. Uh, they extend that invitation after the steamroller sequence of like, hey, uh, you want to you wanna stay with us and lead? We kind of need you more than the Titans proper at the moment. And Cyborg sort of weighs the options in his head on that one. Like, do I want to be in the East or do I want to be with the Titans proper? And it creates a really good subtle arc for him in the midst of going up against his arch nemesis, Brother Blood. Uh, but before Brother Blood, we have this whole steamroller sequence. Steamroller's attacking, and you get this amazing little action set piece with the Titans East's first bad guy. Uh, like I said, they have these communication issues. They have these issues in uh, sort of how to deal with the bad guy. Not as in sync as the Titans proper are, as I said. Uh, and then Cyborg pulling them together. Uh, it is very well crafted. It is very well drawn. Very well choreographed. It's a great, great fight sequence that really shows the the rough edges of the Titans East and how Cyborg smooths them out. Uh, but in the process of that, Steamroller gets the encryption keys for the Titans East Tower and has sent them to Brother Blood, who has now launched an entire army to attack the Titans East and is planning to establish Titans East Tower as the new Hive Academy. Because remember, Cyborg, in Brother Blood's mind, owes him two headquarters. He has trashed two of Brother Blood's headquarters. And so Brother Blood's like, oh, Cyborg establishing a new thing? Yoink. Mine. So we get this incredible, epic attack on the Titan's tower. Uh, with this army... Of cyborg knockoffs. Brother Blood, because apparently he has a photographic memory and just remembers all of Cyborg's blueprints. He used Cyborg's tech to create an army of drones. So now there's just like 50 billion robot cyborgs attacking Titan's East Tower. And you get this big extended sequence that lasts like the entire second half of the episode. And it's brilliant. It's absolutely amazing. It's a really phenomenal extended sequence. Uh, at one point, because the Titans East are still not in sync at all. 
they do get separated. They all go down separate hallways. Cyborg is fighting Brother Blood in this great one-on-one sequence. While Aqualad, Speedy, Bumblebee, and Masi Menos uh, sort of deal with various contingents of Cyborg drones. Now, let's go back to all those other sequences. Let's let's put those on the back burner. Uh, let's talk about how the Titans East do a little bit later. I want to talk about uh, Cyborg and Brother Blood's little battle and how that goes. Uh, like I said, we get this great one-on-one sequence. Uh, very tense, very well done. A lot of bad guy gloating on uh, Brother Blood's part. A lot of bad guy... Uh, taunting on Brother Blood's part. And in the process, Cyborg uh, tries to reset the security system. Uh, It's sort of like getting knocked down, getting back up again, getting knocked down, getting back up again. At one point, Brother Blood starts digging through, literally digging through Cyborg's uh... (laughs) Cyborg's body saying like what in here allows you to resist my hypnotic powers because he's like really mad that Cyborg resisted him all the way back at the Hive Academy and in the process Brother Blood accidentally uncovers the power core at which Cyborg then uses to freaking obliterate him Cyborg uses that power core to knock him off the face of the earth. Uh, His last effort before he powers down is to get the security system on, which that takes Brother Blood out even further. So Brother Blood's like just literally flying off the tower. He's gone. He's been defeated. And then the next thing we know, Cyborg's waking up and he's like, ah, yes, I'm recharged now. And we got rid of all the cyborg drones, and everything's perfect. Everything's wonderful. Everything is good. Uh, Robin calls, and Cyborg's like, "Hey, Titans East needs me more. I'm I'm the leader now. Bye." And Cyborg just goes off like, "Yay! Do 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 do. I'm the leader of the Titans East. I took down Brother Blood. Everything's good now. It's all wonderful. Nothing can possibly go wrong." And then we get our ending, our final reveal, which is that, uh, turns out, we have not defeated Brother Blood. In fact, Brother Blood arguably succeeded in what he was trying to do, and captured Aqualad, Speedy, Bumblebee, and Masimenos, and hypnotized every single one of them. So now the entire the entire Titans East team is under Brother Blood's control, unbeknownst to Cyborg. Ba ba bum, and that's where the episode ends. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna leave the rest of this for the next episode because otherwise I will absolutely spoil something because I am a moron. Uh, anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just to push a button 
on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I got through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 13. The season finale. Talk to you then.